quick this morning with a big smile on my face. Cause I dreamed last night my Jaguars clawed their way through the AFC to first place. I got every single jersey, I watch every single game. I got a shiny season ticket now, so everybody at the stadium knows my name. Cause I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. Hello, this is Andre Moultrie with the JJC Podcast. If you are living under a rock or didn't watch the game and you came here to the JJC to join us, the Jaguars lose this game. They fall victim at home 30-10 to 10 to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, before you say if you didn't see any of the game or just looked up the stats, you would think, damn, our defense got destroyed. Well, it might have been the opposite way. The offense once again laid another fucking egg. And I feel like the past couple weeks, I've been repeating myself regarding the issues with the Jaguars. Offensively, Daryl Bevel is unable to coach a legitimate NFL offense for some odd fucking reason. And I'm starting to wonder, is it a curse of the Jaguars? Is it? Because we can't score any points. And it appears that the offense keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. It does not look like it is getting better. On the opposite end, because it's been injuries to the defense. And it appears that the defense is getting better each week. Improving. You can see the improvements on the defensive side, but you can't see it on the offensive side. I don't know what the hell's going on, but it needs to change. Um, this game was pretty much over by halftime. I, I don't think anybody that was watching this game was confident that this team was going to come back. Um, the first quarter, mistakes 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 we get on the first drive we get a stop we get a sack on Jimmy G but there's a hold by Jenkins the drive continues they eat up more clock they took up 13 minutes and 5 seconds of the first quarter and got 3 points Yes, 13 minutes 
of the first quarter. It's only 15 minutes in a fucking quarter, and they took up 13 of them. The shit was amazing. I'll be honest, as a person that loves football, I love the ground and pound physical football. And they ran the, they ran the ball. They had a nice even balance. They finished the game with 162 passing yards, 171 rushing yards, five yards per play. But the 49ers just ran the ball down our throat. They just they they just kept doing that. They kept they controlled the clock the entire first half. The Jaguars had no time to even get an offensive drive, no chemistry whatsoever because if we get a three and out, the defense had to go back on the field. Actually, I was impressed with the defense. They held their own. But when you're on the field at halftime, this was the stats at halftime. The score was 20 to 3. We had 83 total. We had 83 yards in the first half. 83. We had four first downs in the entire first half. San Fran had 16. San Fran had 21 minutes of the 30 minutes. <laughs> Of the entire game. I mean, not the entire half. It's 30 minutes. They had 21 of it. We had eight minutes of it. No one was. I, I don't. I, I'm, I wasn't confident that this team was coming back. The defense got frustrated. That's why you saw what Jenkins did. Jenkins threw a punch. He was ejected. And again, we got to stop to stop the drive. What does Jenkins do? Gets pissed off. Punt. Well, he didn't punch him. He slapped him in the face. <laughs> and their drive continues and they score. The past couple weeks again, it's been another theme with this team. The penalties have gotten a little bit high. Eight penalties for 56 yards. We had a turnover. On our drive in the second quarter with LaVisca Chenault. He fumbled. I don't know. He doesn't fit this offense. Whatever they're trying to do, it appears that they do not want to use LaVisca Chenault. Because I've thought of so many other ways you can use LaVisca Chenault. And they choose not to use him that way. I don't I don't know what they're trying to do with him. I don't think he fits what they're trying to do. And it appears. Appears to look that way. Um, there's really nothing I can hang my hat on with this offense. I give the defense a little credit for keeping this game manageable, but the offense was pathetic. They were pathetic. They had the ball for the the. This is how the game ended, time of possession wise. Thirty eight minutes for the Forty ers 21 minutes for the Jaguars. I don't count garbage time. The game was over mid-third quarter. Nobody was thinking, hey, the Jags are going to come back in this game. You could tell. The game was over. We had 200 total fucking yards, 54 yards rushing, 146 yards passing. We didn't, there's no, nobody thought this team was going to come back. 
Now, I had to do a little research. I got my little research game on. Well, no, I got a bone to pick. And I know it's petty, but I got a bone to pick. So Damian Wilson gets dinged up. He gets hurt. I'm concerned. Don't turn to a fucking KFC commercial. First of all, I don't like KFC. I don't mess with KFC. And second, I want to know what's going on with Damian Wilson. He got hurt. They switched the commercial. A fucking KFC commercial. Get it together, NFL. I don't give a fuck about no NF no 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 KFC. What I am as a fan is concerned about Damian Wilson. But anywho. So I took a look the past 10 years from 2011 to now. Who was our coordinators and what our points per game was? And I got some startling results. Yes, I said startling. I got some results that didn't make me feel good. And it it made me bold another question. Why can't we get the offense together? It just appeared that the past 10 years, the offense has never really got to where some of the best in the NFL have been. We've only been over 20 points per game scoring-wise twice in 10 years. That is pathetic. I'm going to run down some numbers for you. In 2011, Dirk Cutter was our offensive coordinator. Points per game, 15.2. I'm going to give you 2012. Bob Brokowski, Bradkowski, that's his name. In 2012, guess what his points per game were? 15.9. I'm going to give you 2013. Jed Fish, 15.4 points a game. 2014, 15.6. Jed Fish was the coordinator. 2015, this was the Blake Bortles season. 23.5 points per game with Greg Olson as his offensive coordinator. I remember that season. People dubbed that season as Garbage Time Blake. He was the Garbage Time MVP that year because we were down. Our defense was terrible. And then the third, fourth quarter, we have Blake Bortles chucking the ball all over the damn place to Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns to get back in the game only for us to lose. 2016, Nathaniel Hackett was our offensive coordinator, 19.9 points per game. 2017, Nathaniel Hackett was the coordinator. Woohoo! 26.6 points per game. That's where it popped. Well, I remember that year. That was the Blake Bortles year. That was the best season that we've had in the past decade, where we were eight minutes away from. A Super Bowl, and I watched the coach that took risk all season. All that season, he took a risk, and he hesitated in one of the most important games in Jaguars history. 2018, the points per game was 15.3. That was your boy Nathaniel Hackett again. Fired. Gone. 
2019. John D. Filippo, oh, we remember him, 18.8 points per game. And 2020, your man John Gruden, no, not John Gruden, I said John Gruden, <laughs> Jay Gruden. Let me not confuse them. Jay Gruden had 19.1 points per game. And now we have a new one, Daryl Bevel, with 15.9 points per game currently. That is fucking atrocious. That is fucking terrible. And something needs to change. Now, for the previous years, we can always blame the quarterback. Yeah, it's the quarterback. We could always throw the quarterback out there. But for some odd reason, do they draft weapons well offensively? Can we honestly take a look at the receivers they draft? What have they done since they left the Jags? What have they done with the Jags? This is a passing league. We have a quarterback. Now, I, Now, Tom, we need time to get offensive we- weapons for this coordinator and this coaching staff. I understand that. But these previous years, we have only averaged 20 points per game or more twice. That 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 that's unexcusable. That's terrible. That is terrible. So I said, "Okay, let me take a look at the receivers that we've had since 2011." These are the, I want you to look at this and think about this. The best receivers that we've had since 2011, I'm going to name them. DJ Chark, Allen Robinson, Allen Herms, Marquise Lee, Cecil Shorts, the third. Mike Sims Walker, I added him because he was on the 2011 roster. LaVisca Chenault. Justin Blackman. Now, Justin Blackman would have been a star, in my opinion. He just had his demons he had to conquer. It happens. Marvin Jones, D.D. Westbrook, and Keelan Cole. Are you... Allen Robinson is the best of all of those receivers. And... uh, He's not doing well in Chicago currently. Marvin Jones was just signed as a free agent. It's not looking good for him, even though he leads the team right now. LaVisca Chenault just got here as a rookie. It looks like he doesn't fit this offensive scheme that they're trying to push. And it looks like that John Brown's going to get a lot of play in this second half of the season. I can see it because he's got speed and down. He's a down the, down the hill threat. Marquise Lee. Nah. I mean, what is he in the league? Allen Robinson. Not in the league. I mean, I mean, what is he to the league? Third, fourth receiver, possibly. You put him on the field, he's third or fourth slot, fourth guy. Um, Cecil Shorts, no longer in the NFL. Mike Sims Walker no longer in the NFL. Justin Blackman no longer in the NFL. D.D. Westbrook, punt return, kick return, maybe fourth receiver, fifth receiver. And Keelan Cole, a third or fourth or fifth receiver. Where the hell is our weapons at? Seriously, 
Where the fuck is our weapons at? I want to see how this team drafts because it screams we need a playmaker receiver. And what's crazy is I'm watching all these rookie receivers that got drafted. And they're doing well. Calvin really was a guy that I wanted. Now, I mean, he's away with health issues, with, with mental health issues, but he's a talented receiver. There's tons of talented receivers that have been drafted that are doing well in the NFL, and we have seemed to miss out on them. We have to change the offense. It's a new era. We can always find a running back, but we can never find the right wide receivers and tight ends. Our tight ends have been not the best. Something has to change. Um, I don't have much from this, 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 this game. This game was terrible. It was a terrible watch because all I got to do is watch the 49ers dominate the whole game. The good part about it is next week they play an Atlanta team that got shut out by the New England Patriots, and their offense may be worse than ours. So I'll talk to you guys next week, and I believe that the offense has to show something, especially against the Atlanta defense that is bad. Atlanta's a bad team. I expect a huge rebound. Um, thanks all the listeners that took the time to listen to this podcast, took the time to read the articles, took the time to share the articles written beautifully by the talented, wonderful Larry Brake and myself. I thank you. Um, when you get a chance, check out the website at www. JacksonvilleJaguarsCountry.com Hashtag Jags Country on social media. Check out Jaguars Country on Facebook. And everyone have a blessed week. Because I'll try. I'm just still amazed at this game. I, I expected the Jaguars to take a step in the right direction offensively. And I have not seen it. I have not seen it. I haven't seen it since the bye. You know, since the bye. The bye, you would think, hey, they work on it. And it appears that it's gotten worse. Daryl Bevel has to get his act together. Because the moment that the coaching staff feels that Trevor Lawrence has regressed, you do not have a job. You will not have a job because Trevor Lawrence is the guy that's going to run this shit here. He is the guy that's going. He's the future. He's the next one. And there's no way on earth that you about to have this coordinator making Trevor Lawrence look like shit. Just remember that. Have a wonderful week. Please check us out. I totally forgot about this. Please check us out and rate us on Apple on Spotify, on all the streaming services. Thank you.